everyone, and welcome to the house. My name is Caleb Confusioni, and sitting alongside me today is Mr. Caleb Prozy and Mr. Naaman Smith. We're back mm-hmm. after a week off, and we're here to talk all the latest and greatest news and sports. This will be a primarily National Football League episode for those of you who are big NFL fans out there. We've got lots of trade to covers. Trades to cover, NFLPA grades um, to go over as well. March Madness this weekend. March Madness, yeah. yeah we'll, so we'll pepper in we'll, that. We'll pepper in a little bit of basketball as well because we have a big, big uh, month coming up for that sport. Um, I'm going to kick it over to Mr. Prozy to give you a rundown of episode 24. Awesome. Yeah, just to kind of give a rundown, uh, an in order description. First, we'll start with those NFLPA grades. They released a huge report card for each NFL team based on certain criteria. And then we'll move on and talk about how March Madness is inching closer and closer and what updates we as a To The House podcast will give you regarding brackets. And then lastly, we will discuss the NFL trades and the NFL franchise tags and kind of run down what that means going forward into this next season. So... We're going to open up the floor and kick it over to Naaman to talk about those NFLPA grades. Yeah, yeah. So the NFLPA came out with their uh, rankings, and it was just anonymous players just putting in their, like, grades for the teams that they played for this year. And uh, some teams were obviously at the top. Like, some teams have a very good organization, uh, like the Dolphins. The Dolphins are number two uh, in the final rankings. And the Commanders were last, like we all would guess, because the Commanders are a horribly run organization. But some funny things came out of it and were revealed. So all the NFL teams, like, don't uh, make their players pay for food except one. And it was revealed that the Cardinals make their players pay for food if it's not, like, if they're not on the clock. If they're just hanging out at the facility studying film or something, they have to pay, like, eight fifty for dinner at the cafeteria or something, which mm. is so odd. And then they also got a nutrition grade of F-minus, too. The Cardinals did. So... Oof. Some interesting things. The Jags made the news because they had a uh, a rat infestation for uh, in their locker room for three weeks. Oof. Uh, not great. And then the Saints got an F minus in nutrition as well. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's weird. Everything else on our report card is solid, all A's and B's. But then, uh, yeah, nutrition is an F minus. I don't know if like we're just solely eating like gumbo and like shrimp. Yeah. Like I don't really know what's going on. Um, but yeah, we could maybe we could use a new uh, nutritionist. Jags, the Jags got a D plus for their weight room, a D I mean, for nutrition, yeah. and an F for treatment of families. I would say though, across all boards except maybe the Falcons and Ravens, from what I'm seeing, everybody's staff is pretty well done. Like the well, Baltimore you're gonna, Ravens, you're not criticize your staff. Yeah, but the Baltimore yeah. Ravens got an F minus. Like they put the minus on the F <laughs> because of how bad their strength staff was. And same with the Falcons, they got a D minus. But yeah, over overall, everybody got A's and B's in their staff. Um, Dude, I don't understand how you're an NFL organization and you like have a bad training room. <laughs> like, some of these teams are getting Ds and tra- – like, you you think those are some of the most immaculate facilities in the world. Uh, and, I mean, teams – I mean, the Rams have a D-plus in the training room. 
the Chiefs a D plus, the Chargers F like these are good teams what, too. But also, what I want to know is how this how these travel situations get so bad. Like, <laughs> I, why are the Colts and Kansas? Why Kansas City? Why do they have the worst travel? They have an F in their travel. What are they flying on? <laughs> like that are makes no sense. Uh, commercial? Are like, they literally? Please? Yeah, American Airlines. What are they doing? They don't have their own no, private spirit. plane. Definitely Spirit. spirit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like what what's going on? In the Are box, they... dude, was Tom Brady flying like in between two just like public citizens? Like it doesn't make any sense why they have an F. Yeah. I don't know, but also you could think if their players went to like really good colleges, weight room wise, they could have had a better weight room in college. I guess it could depend on which that. Which is odd. But so those are the grades. Uh, check them out. Um, the, the Dolphins did really well. Very So that also will actually factor into free agency, which is what we're going to touch on in a second. But teams that did well in the rankings can actually use that for free agency. Yeah. So the top four were Vikings 1, Dolphins 2, Raiders 3, Texans 4. So, like, the Vikings and Dolphins can kind of use that to their advantage to kind of lure free agents. Dolphins also have no salary cap, which is nice. That is nice. Um, but now talking about free agency – Derek Carr just made a big move. Yeah, yeah, he did. I I was going to say on top of that, I mean, you say the Raiders are in the top four. That's huge for that organization now because they're obviously going to be looking for a quarterback. So to boast their their good report card now and how much that will really play into it. But (laughs) it's it's something. But, yeah, Derek Carr to the Saints. um, People keep asking me how I feel about it. I'm just – I mean, optimistic. I, I think he's a good player. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's been that guy yet. He's been in the league nine years. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. So I'm not setting the bar super, super high yet. However, I do think that in the very media, like it's a competition of mediocrity in the NFC South. So I think adding a guy like Derek Card with three other teams who just is a question mark at quarterback right now, I think it does give us a pretty good edge. Um, our defense is get destroyed in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to go nine and eight and you know win the division and then probably get killed. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, no. I, I I hope I hope Derek Carr. I, he's a natural leader. He's obviously very outspoken about his faith, which is which is really uh, that, that's really cool to me. Um, I think he's very Drew Brees esque. I don't think he's got. I'm not saying he's Drew Brees. I don't think he has a talent Drew Brees has, but no. I think. Locker room, uh, his mental intangibles, relationship with teammates, all of that stuff. I think he has pretty well, um, which which is huge right now because we need a leader on our offense. Our defense is stout, but our offense is what needs work. So um, we just need to God, we need to build up our O line. That's the big thing now. Getting him some protection um, and maybe maybe one or two more weapons. Which you know that might be a process. That might that's not all going to happen this year. But I, I like the move overall. Michael Thomas was happy. Yeah, so was Cam Jordan. They're both happy. They tweeted about it. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I, the odd thing to me is like, who would have guessed that Derek Carr would be off the Raiders at the start of this year? Like, no one would have guessed that. Devontae Adams was super hype. All the Raiders fans were super hype about it. Oh, like and, in the beginning. Of oh, last at year? the beginning of last year. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, because no, they were expected with with Devonte, they were expected to do well in that division and yeah. and be one of the you know contenders for yeah. at least a wild card in that division, and then things just didn't pan out. So. I mean, there's other factors within the Raiders organization as to why they didn't perform the way we thought. Because mm-hmm. everybody was saying, "Oh, Derek Carr's finally got a weapon. Let's see what he can do." Mm-hmm. Because they were really high on him coming out of the draft when he was. I don't remember what year he was drafted, but he's still relatively young. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of worries me about him going over to New Orleans because he had the best receiver in the NFL, arguably. So, and he yeah. still was able to not win those close games. And I think that's going to be the difference maker in New Orleans. Yeah. And he's he, a really good tight end. Yes. But Darren Waller was also on injury reserve for a large portion of that season. But I will say what he did not have in Vegas was a good defense to catch the breaks. Yeah. And I hope that the Saints defense can stand tall this year because they there were times and feel unstoppable. <laughs> there were times where they felt that they weren't standing tall and they they were stoppable. So I just they they really right. need to go out there and you know tear it up live. That's really what they have to do. Yeah. Because I agree. If Derek yeah. Carr can't win those close games, why'd you sign him? Like yeah. the Saints had many close calls that they just fell to, and they did that with Andy Dalton. What's the difference if Derek Carr is under center versus Andy Dalton if he doesn't win those close games? Right. And then in other quarterback free agency news, the Ravens made a big move today. Uh kind signing of stupid, well, but... also the Ravens and the Giants. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones signed a four year hundred sixty million dollar contract. With the Giants, so he's staying there, which is interesting. I think it's good for the Giants, good for Daniel Jones. It, the contract's not so big that, like, you're not expecting him to be Superman or anything. The contract's about average. And then with the Lamar Jackson, it was a non-binding franchise tag, which in simple terms means Lamar Jackson can still talk to other NFL teams mm-hmm. and potentially get a higher contract offer. And if he gets an offer, the Ravens have a chance to match it, which they probably yeah. won't because yeah. they haven't done it all free agency like talks. Yeah, the logistic, like the, the definition of what a franchise tag is, is basically it, it is a designation that allows NFL teams to select one player to be an unrestricted free agent and guarantees another year under contract if certain conditions are met. Mm, yeah. So that's basically, yeah, if I'm... And it takes the top five of the position. It does. And averages. Like, top five contracts. In the position, positions, average. yeah. And so basically that means that they don't want to pay him as much if they don't really have to. Yeah. So... Yeah. I, I, it's going to lead to the same problem as it did this year. Right, like, right. Lamar, at the end of the year, if he's battling an injury, he's not going to go as hard because he's not going to want to get hurt. It's as simple as that. Because he's not guaranteed contract stability. Yeah, I, I, I just I hate all the games was between him and and Baltimore, the Baltimore organization. Yeah. I just wish they would pay the man. I think it's a little disrespectful to him. I mean, dude can ball. I know he's kind of a liability just because of his legs, but like, yeah. I just in the long run, I don't see them going after anyone else, and we don't see Lamar really going anywhere. So I just think I. I just wish they would speed the process up. I, maybe I'm just tired of hearing about it. But yeah. same. <laughs> and then talking about a small quarterback, small frame. What? Yeah. Talking about a small frame quarterback. The NFL Combine this was this week, and Bryce Young's confirmed height came out five ten and a half. What was he listed? He was listed. He's probably listed a little higher than that, but no one knew. He here. I can look it up. Alabama. Talk, talk while I look it up. Hold there was some good. I mean, the person that they're talking about at the combine right now is Anthony Richardson, which yeah. I mean, here's what I heard. I was talking to probably oh he was listed, he was listed as six, six foot. foot at Alabama, dude. Which no one, everyone knew he wasn't six. They all knew it. Yeah, it's dude. Max Preps, bro. I'm six three on Max Preps. Okay, <laughs> like literally. Okay, but like, dude. Uh, can I share a funny Max Preps story really fast? Go ahead. Go ahead. So we like. My high school soccer team, like, 
got killed in a, in a district playoff game. Mm-hmm. And we went in and changed the max prep score. Like, someone created an account, went in and changed <laughs> the score to where we won. And, and, like, we were the, like, last, we were terrible that year. We were the last seed, and the team we were playing was the one seed. And we, like, oh, was this playoffs? This was district tournament, yeah. And we, we put in there that we beat them and reported it. And we started getting texts from people all over the district, like, no way, I'll pull off the upset. And it was, yeah, it was a running joke for, like, an hour. And then max prep changed it. Oh, so that's how legitimate Max Preps is, and that's why uh, Bryce Young's height, yeah, clearly, I mean, anyone can go in there and do anything. Well, I mean, it's, that, not, that it's was, not Max Preps. But. Yeah, it was Alabama's official website. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everyone knew it was kind of like, mm, he, he didn't. Lie. Yeah, he didn't look six foot. I mean, you could definitely tell he's a smaller quarterback in stature. I mean, 5'10 isn't small, but in the grand scheme of the NFL, it is. Yeah. So, Well, he stood next to Derrick Henry and like was shorter than him, and then he stood next to him. Uh, shoot. Who was the Mark Ingram? Yep. And yeah. it was like Mark Ingram and him were the same height. And if anyone remembers the photo of Derrick Henry being super tall, yeah. and Mark Ingram being super short, well, being the same height as Mark Ingram is not where you want to be as a quarterback. That's true. Uh, but so, back so, to the Anthony Richardson, yeah. I was talking to, I was in Jacksonville, and there's a lot of like Gator fans that go to my church back home. And one of them, he's a diehard Florida fan. Like mm-hmm. he, is one of our adult leaders at that church. And he said that he hates the NFL combine so much. And he hates that Anthony Richardson is like doing so well as a Gator fan because anybody can throw dots. Anybody can sling skin if they're not wearing pads and a helmet. True. Like in skin tight clothes and breathable like shorts, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Also, no no pressure. Like no pressure at, either. Wide him. open routes. Like, come on. However, this dude is 6'4". 244 pounds. Broke the record for vert- vertical jump. Runs a 4-4-3, jumped 40 and a half inches into the air. Like, he is a freak. We athlete. all knew he well, had we a Well, we all saw the athlete. film. He's not I, great. I agree with you guys. I agree with you guys. He is not He is not a good quarterback. He is not a good thrower of the football. But his just the his his stats as far as just his athleticism. Yeah, we knew insane. that. I saw someone go on the uh, Colin Coward show the, literally today. And uh, he had a pretty good take. Where it was, he needs to go to a team where there's a starter. The Seahawks would be perfect for him. Because Pete Carroll loves athletes and loves teaching athletes how to ball. Like, loves teaching them how to play football. Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, um, the UCF guy. Oh, Shaquille. Uh, DK Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah. Just like teaching them ball. You know, just getting athletes, put them on a field, and teach them how to play. So when they just signed Geno Smith to another a contract mm-hmm. extension, congrats, for years. congrats to Geno. Mm-hmm. But uh, Anthony Richardson could sit there for two years. I think so. He can't go to the Panthers. That would be an awful just be dumpster just, fire. They try to replicate Cam Newton. Yeah, literally, say, that would be awful. Does he have a this? And this is way too early to tell. Does he have a better or worse NFL career than Cam Newton? Worse. He's not as good of a throw from an Auburn fan. From He's someone not, that's unbiased. I don't. I I think better. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think Cam Newton's career really – I mean, he went to a Super Bowl with the Panthers. He won the MVP. He won the MVP. Oof. <laughs> Will, he had a, what, 16-2 and two season? That's pretty good. That is really good. Uh, I don't think he does as well as Cam Newton. I, I think that he does as well as Cam Newton. Gosh, I don't think better. Uh, I don't think worse. Bro, he literally played 13 but games I, in college and didn't – 
It's he not had like even five losses in college. It's not even. It's not even that. It's I think the longevity of Anthony Richardson's career will be more consistent than Cam Newton's and measure out to be the same. Because yeah. Cam Newton was so hot in the beginning and then fell off a deep dark cliff. Yeah, Whereas I think Anthony Richardson will slowly, steadily increase with the right coach. I was going to say. And then he'll yeah. stay he consistent. He'll, he'll have a job in the NFL longer than Cam Newton. So it, depends. it, 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 it yeah. all it all depends where he ends up. Because if yeah. he goes to Seattle, he plays behind Geno, gets coached up by Pete Carroll, yes, I think he would last longer than Cam Newton. Or the Rams, too. The Rams or potentially the Rams. I think there's Sean too much. McVay, Actually, they don't have a first-round pick. Apparently, I heard Sean McVay is just like – literally told the Rams organization, like, I don't care, just give me weapons. Yeah. Like, literally just give me offensive guys. Our offense can stink, but, like, I need weapons. So, like, apparently that's what the Rams are going to do this offseason is just, like, stockpile their offense. Yeah. But I don't so know if it would be with Anthony Richardson. The Anthony Richardson thing, he's got to learn how to throw. If he's going to have a better yeah. career than Cam Newton, because, look, he's got the athletic abilities. I'll give him that. He's probably he's definitely a better athlete than Cam. He's not out of the draft coming out a better thrower than Cam. Again, you can say whatever you want. He does not look whenever he throws it. He he'll throw some great balls, but he then he's with very wide inaccurate. open coverage. Florida, Florida, and he's very inaccurate. Well. Florida did lead the country in drop and drops last year. True, but so him. there's that. So I mean, he didn't have a lot of and. Again, I'm still on the side that he's probably not going to be the greatest thrower of the ball, and he needs to start or he needs to back up somebody that's in a starting role and be coached up. But he didn't have a lot of help on the receiving end at UF last year. So, so. a few things about this draft, quarterback wise, Bryce Young. I think he'll be really good for five or six years, and then he'll be injury prone the rest of his career. I don't see Alabama QBs really panning out longevity wise in the NFL, anyways. <laughs> True. They like, haven't had one yet. Except for Matt Jones. Like, he's going to ball out this year. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be that guy. It depends. Actually, it depends. So Who can they get? Me, personally, I think C.J. Yeah. Stroud will be the best quarterback out of this class. I think he should be taken number one. Whoever gets the number one overall pick. Again, he's just the highest ceiling player. He will be available for the most games. Again, you don't have to teach much. You just have to teach leadership. Because I think that was the one thing he lacked at Ohio State. And if you watch the Georgia game, they actually unleashed his running ability, and he he's he's a dog. He he can throw it well. You think the Bears should take him first and trade Fields? No, no. no I, no, I no, think no. I, I think, think the Bears the, the have Bears, decided. The Bears will trade that pick, but whoever trades that gets it. Okay, good answer. Good answer. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears also don't need just help at the quarterback. Like yeah. they need help. In a lot of places. They need offensive weapons. They tried with Chase Claypool, but I don't foresee that being enough. And also, there's no, like, Miles Garrett or uh, Chase Young of this draft. There's no, like, dominant there's number no one standout. player. So, if you're the number one overall pick and you don't need a quarterback, yeah. trade down. So. I mean, if I'm, if I'm the Bears right now... And I can trade down to like maybe the third or fourth pick. I'm going to take Bijan Robinson. So the Bears GM said he saw seven players worth the number one overall pick, which just let all GMs know I'm willing to trade down all the way to seven. I think if you can get Bijan Robinson, because I mean, the Bears don't have a wonderful running back right now, they have Montgomery, who is not great. And I think if you, I honestly think if the Bears running wants, back with the top eight, I, but if they tra- if they trade down to eight or nine, yeah, yeah, I think that if you're saying that seven players could go before him, 
then have seven players go before him and take Bijan Robinson, who was a wonderful yeah. running back he's, at Texas. He's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, give Fields someone to just like give him a little bit of a break, you know? Like, yeah. Because he's running 400 yards on the ground. Like, yeah. That's not, yeah. I want to talk about two guys. I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G. Okay. And where we think that each of them should end up. What's best case situation for both of them? What are y'all thinking as far as the two of them right now? Because that seems to be, ever since Derek Carr went to New Orleans, it seems to be... Well, now we're waiting. Now, right. And it, it's now like, their shoe has to drop. So what's bothered me is no one was like, talked about New Orleans at all. And I just want to hear about my well, team. And they were just like, what does this mean for Rodgers and Jimmy G? I'm just like, okay. But, I mean, yeah. it is important. And it is something. I mean, it's something. So before we discuss. say that, let's just mention the teams that still need quarterbacks. And yeah. let me know if I miss any. We have the Colts, the Jets, technically the Packers, the Raiders... The Falcons, the whole NFC, the Bucks, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Texans. Yep. The seat no Seahawks are good now. Uh, I could be missing one or two, but I think that's that's eight, eight teams. Do you? I don't. The Lions don't need one. No. Jared Goff's fine, I guess. No, Jared Goff kind of balled out last year. I know. I'm saying he's. I'm saying like. Dolphins Dolphins, maybe. maybe. Probably not. Eight. So that's eight. Patriots. (laughs) <laughs> they need one back. They're not going to get They're one. They're not going to do it, but they need one. Same with the Steelers. They're not going to do it either. I don't know, man. Pickett started to pick things up towards the end of the year. The Browns. And also, they wouldn't do it right now. And, yeah. Fair. Also, we need to point out how great the QB class next year is going to be. It, yeah, uh, on absolutely. paper right now, it looks amazing. Caleb Williams and Drake May, two very good. The, both those quarterbacks are on paper are J- better yeah. than Jay Trapp. Maybe Jordan Travis. Both those quarterbacks on paper are better than any of the quarterbacks this draft class. But So, okay, you mentioned Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. We have eight teams with openings, and then we also have four quarterbacks in this draft class. So, Jimmy G, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I think if you're a team within the top five out of those eight teams we just said, and you have a top five pick, mm-hmm. you have no reason – to go after Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G. You don't. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is on his way out. This is his, like, victory lap. Not really. But, and then Jimmy G, I I wouldn't invest in him right now. Like, I would want to invest in a young guy. Or I'd want to trade down and wait till next year and maybe invest in a guy like Caleb Williams or Drake May or even Jordan Travis. Like, I... I don't know. I don't foresee any of the teams that have top five picks to trade them down just so they can get a guy like Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G. I think the number. I think Aaron Rodgers is either Packers or Jets. Not same. I think Jets. If if it's not the Packers, it's the Jets. Not the Raiders. I don't think so. It could be, but that's a long shot. I don't think. I think the reuniting of Devontae Adams and. Aaron Rodgers is just not. And also, it just doesn't come with the defense. The Jets are just stacked better. Yeah. Yeah, It's just. And also, that division, yuck. Like, why would you want to go to the Raiders knowing that you probably are the fourth best team in the division? I think Rodgers to the Jets. I think the Jets. I think the Jets seriously compete for that division. That would be. That would be. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets would be, in my words, it'd be hot. I think it'd be great. Sauce Gardner. And I then think who was the running back from Iowa State? Oh. You had him. Sir uh Hall, Bryce Hall, Brees Hall. Brees Hall. And then James amazing. Robinson is backing him up. Wow. They were good. But Brees Hall they hurt himself. Wide receiver from Ohio State. That's just a very young, good roster. Garrett like, Wilson. Is that Garrett Wilson? You know what it reminds me of? Again, you hear you heard it here first. Tom Brady going to the Bucks. 
That's what it reminds me. That's of. what I'm thinking. That's what I keep thinking. I'm the like, defense is stacked. Young players all around. They just need a yep. veteran to guide them. I also think that people will want to play for Rodgers if he moves. I think these free agents will be like, hmm, maybe we should look at the Jets. Well, you know who just became available? Frank Clark. Frank Clark, the Chiefs. He did. Released yep, him. they did release him. So um, good D end on the market right now. But and then going to the Jimmy G, I think Jimmy G with the Raiders would be a good fit. I think so too. I think I the Colts need to stay away. <laughs> the Colts just yeah. keep. Oh, also the Commanders. So that's nine now. Oh yeah, because they um, just released um, Carson Wentz. Yeah, but also Carson Wentz. Even if he was there, they're still looking. Carson I'm I'm saying like yeah, it's officially known that. They're in desperate need now. Yeah. But the Colts, back-to-back veteran quarterback moves, Phillip Rivers and then Carson Wentz, both have failed. And Matt Ryan. And Matt. So three. Three moves, and they all have failed. You could say Nick Foles, too, but not really. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But so, like, a lot of veteran moves. I think they need to stay clear of Jimmy G and go all in on a rookie quarterback in the draft. I think think so. I I would like to see Jimmy G in, in Las Vegas. I think he would do well with the Raiders. Also, Baker Mayfield. Some teams are interested in him as a starter, which is interesting. I don't. Uh, after after his stint with the Rams, he's definitely a guy that you want coming off the bench. Yeah, like, I'm just saying, like you could get that guy for three million, probably four it's million. It's cheap. Yeah, he, he seems like the bolster next, your roster in other positions. He seems like the next like Washington Commanders letdown. <laughs> like he seems like the next the next guy that would go through there, sign a year long deal, and then it just doesn't pan out. I think he'll bring in ticket sales too. I think he's a revenue builder. Like he's I, he's one of those yeah. guys that'll bring the money. That I mean, to an extent, I feel like the past few years you could say that about him, but now I feel like the hype has just died down because people are just thinking like... Someone, no matter where he goes, someone is buying a season ticket because of Baker Mayfield. Fair. (laughs) One person. (laughs) True. So we'll see. Uh, Quarterbacks are going to be going places. So we'll be following that. uh, Also, quick thing. uh, Calvin Ridley has been reinstated by the NFL. So the Jaguars are going to start having him in his training program, see what he can do, and hopefully sign him to a contract. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not, like, super excited, but it is an exciting news. So riddle me this. Riddle me this, guys. All right? (laughs) Um, So Brandon Miller involved in a murder, right? Nothing wrong. And then John Morant. Posts a gun. Posts a gun on his Instagram story. Pulls up with a gun to a basketball, just like pickup game. Right, two game suspension. Calvin Ridley suspended for the season for betting on his team to win. Come on now. Well, I'm telling you, that's that. It's that's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I we were talking about this like the other week. It's, like your your job as an NFL player is to go out and try to win as hard as you can. Betting on your team should be legal. <laughs> yeah, I but like. I don't know. I think like even if we go back to we talked about Deshaun Watson two weeks ago. How he only got an eleven game suspension for basically like sexually not basically actively. <laughs> I was going to say rape, but it wasn't. I mean sexually assaulting yeah, yeah. women. Right. And he got an eleven game suspension, and that was after yeah. he appealed his year long suspension, and they gave it to him. And then you have a guy like Calvin Ridley who's young and who's on really. At that point in his career, the, the line of his slope was up and up. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, he was doing very well in the Falcons organization, and then he gambles one game or maybe a string of multiple games and uh, yeah. a year. And that ruins his, like, that literally takes him and puts it, like, you just press pause on his career. A it, guy who was yeah. so dominant. It's, it sucks. I, I think it's the NFL's, like, priorities and their values are all out of whack because it's, like, something they see that tampers with the, tampers with like the morality and tampers with the the financial 
you know, betting and things like that with the game that they're playing, that means more to them than like anything else that happens outside of that, no matter how bad it might be. And that's that's what that tells me. And that's like that's yeah. that I mean that's obviously like, to everyone else very messed up. Okay, yeah. But Calvin Ridley getting a little money in his wallet versus these girls who are scarred for the rest of their lives, like that's, that's not what I'm saying. No, that's I, so yeah. bad like that's so two faced of the NFL. And also not being a good role model, the John Morant thing, posting a gun on his story and also showing up to a pickup game with a gun. Yeah, but it's fine because he apologized. <laughs> That's what the NBA thinks. And even with this uh, the, uh, Brandon Miller situation, I mean, it's fine because he's a starter. It's fine because he's a lottery pick. And the NCAA only get basketball players for a year, so they want to showcase them as much mm-hmm. as they can. I yeah. thought the John Morant thing wasn't quite over yet because he still has like actual, like outside of the NBA, like legal stuff. Well, he's playing again, so. <laughs> because apparently the, the gun that he had was, I mean, he carried it with him across like state lines or something, on like a private jet or something like that. So they're. There was some laws broken within there that apparently he now has to deal with, like, legally. Oh, yeah. Not having to do with the NBA or anything. So I don't know if there's still suspensions, like, looming for him or if this is, like, said and done. I don't know. If he gets, like, arrested, then maybe. But if they settle out of court for, like, money. As of right now, he's eligible to play. That's ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. But moving forward into some, like, March Madness stuff. We are getting very <laughs> Naaman is very hype about March Madness. So are we. But so Selection Sunday My is favorite time of the year, maybe. Yes. Is this Sunday, March twelfth at six PM Eastern time. So it's on CBS. So if you guys want to tune in, you'll get to see all your t- teams getting seated, not Florida State, because we lost in the first we round are of the like ACC tournament. Eliminated. We are out. You're never actually need a walk on. Oh, hey, hey Chris! So <laughs> everybody, this is this expert right yeah. here, well, NCAA I'm not, I'm not basketball guy, Chris Fam. Chris Fam, introduce yourself on the mic. Hi, my name is Chris Fam. I'm a senior at FSU studying sport management. Um, first time on the pod. First time on the podcast. Yes. All right, we have a question for you. We love this All right. guy. All right. So, if you had two wishes by a genie, what would you wish for? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you can't ask for like more wishes, right? No, yeah, yeah. Cannot. Okay. Basic, basic, like Disney rules. You also rules. like can't cure death or anything like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm assuming I can't also like. Uh, Whatever the Aladdin gave like those like no no. Like you can't make someone fall in love with you. You can't yeah. bring people back from the dead. All right. And you can't wish for more wishes. Yes. Everything else is on the table. I don't want to. I don't want to overuse it. So I'll say, I get to pick ten people in my life that aren't saved. And they become saved. Only ten? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, because like he said, like, overuse. Yeah, yeah everybody, like, everybody save the whole world. The whole world. Like, yeah, yeah. But um, and then my other, yo, I'm, I'm gonna just yo, let, let me get like let me get like five minutes on the podcast. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go, man. Uh, <laughs> my other wish, I don't know. Let's see. Can be anything you want. Uh, Not anything. This pause right here. No, it's fine. This pause. Keep going, man. This pause. This pause is sponsored by Gillette. So Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Maybe maybe a new phone. My phone's been cracked for about a year now. Um, I cracked it like a month after I got it. So I can get that. A new phone? Well, no. Like, oh, thanks, dude. I appreciate (laughs) it. I just feel like I could get it to you. Uh, Okay, gotcha. But like, 
Yeah. So, um, the genie could definitely get it. Pretty yeah, one hundred percent. What do you think of uh, March Madness? Have you been keeping up with any college basketball? Uh, I watched a little bit of the FBC game today. Oof. Did you guys want to talk about that? We no, we just kind of said we that just we're out. Like, we, yeah, we're we just kind of briefly out. mentioned it. We're up by ten at halftime. And yeah, then apparently there was like a foul call at the end that was costly for us. We lost by one. Mm-hmm. Sixty-one to sixty. Did yeah. Georgia Tech? So Yuck. we could have done it. All we had to do was win ten games straight, and, and we won the championship. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Yeah, I mean it so, was a single digit. We were nine and twenty three on the year, single digit win season, which is not ideal for FSU basketball, especially because of the previous years. Uh, I think Leonard Hamilton's on his way out. That's I have a question thing. for everyone. We're gonna also ask it again tomorrow. <laughs> Got it. Well, not tomorrow. Next week, once the brackets revealed. But who's your pick to win it, and who's your sleeper? Mm. Is this projected right here? This is the projected. Oh. So the projected one seeds are Kansas, Alabama, UCLA, and Houston. Um, let's see. FSU's projected not to make it. <laughs> this is pretty on the spot right now. This is our question of the week. We're not doing a draft. Okay. Okay. Um, so my pick to win it is probably Kansas because they won it last year. Mm. I feel like they'll probably – again, that's not the favorite. Houston and Alabama are definitely the – Las Vegas favorites, but I think Kansas, I just got them winning it. And then my underrated team, ooh, sleeper. I'm going to go with, oh boy, I should have done more research. But um, why is Purdue a two seed? I'm just going to go with them. I'm going to go Texas A&M, the seven seed. Uh, as of right now, they're projected as seven seed. Texas A&M beat Auburn twice this year. They're a really good team. They finished second in the SEC, and they're projected as a seven seed. So uh, I'm going to go with Texas A&M. Um, so. Okay. I think I think a team that's consistently been inside the top five all year, not the top five, but just like been ranked pretty high, is Houston, mm. and I would not be surprised if Houston made it to the Final Four, if not if they won. And then my sleeper pick has got to be North Carolina. Mm. I honestly think that UNC has had a falling out like in just the regular season, but no matter when or where, they're always able to turn it on in the March Madness tournament. That there's is been a few, sleeper pick. But there's been few years where UNC has been knocked out very, very early. That is a very sleeper pick because as of right now, they're projected to not make it. <laughs> Their project, current projected seed right here is a nine seed. Mm. In what? In this March Madness bracket. What what website? Bro, I'm on Bleacher Report right now. Oh, okay. ESPN's got them out. But I'm not even like, I had that in my head. Like, oh, okay. Hey, yeah. hey, they can do it. They just need to do decently well in the ACC tournament. I think they can. probably will guarantee mm. their way in. Mm. But that's a good pick because... If they make it, they're definitely going to be slept on. That's what I'm saying. I think if you can get – if they're in the bracket, they're again, not losing. crazy because they made it to the final last year. No one would want to verse them. Exactly. But, yeah. So, what about – Yeah, I still got – I got – Okay, yeah. Chris, Chris, no, no, no. You no, got, no, no, no. Got, got Chris it. can bring us home. Yeah, Chris brings us – yeah, Chris bring us home. I, I'm going to go with Alabama. Um, yeah. I, I still got a lot of reading to do. I still got a lot of studying up to do on this. Uh, but I know Alabama's been really consistent all year long. Um, roll Tide, Roll Baby. And then my sleeper pick. Um, gosh, let's see. This is literally going into this with, like, no knowledge. So I'm just going <laughs> to pick a team down on this Pick list. whichever is the best mascot, Caleb. Let's go St. Mary's, California. I just – I got a feeling. I got a feeling. I got a feeling about this one. I think it's going to be really – 
a uh, really good tournament for them. Uh, they've had a really chaplain. yeah. They probably have a team chaplain or two or three or four. They're twenty six and six overall, which is a really solid record. They're projected um, as a five seed. So yeah, dude. I mean, they they beat San Francisco twice. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> well, they beat Gonzaga too. Gonzaga's probably the notable team. They did beat Gonzaga. So so now, Chris, it's on to you. Okay. I'm just going to go with uh, two teams. Probably neither one of them are sleeping. Also, whatever you say, our listeners are just going to like run to the sports books. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. So, just a heads right. up. Yeah, I'd put at least a grand on the picks that I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I'm going with more. <laughs> Purdue. Mm. And what was the other team? Purdue being your like pick to win. Yeah, my pick to win. Like and that. then like a sleeper. Four, dude. Oh well, I was gonna say UCLA, but they're, they're not a sleeper. sleeper yeah. yeah, but if anything, UCLA would be the pick. That's Purdue gonna be the championship. Okay. I didn't really follow the script. I didn't pick a sleeper, but yes, yeah, so UCLA and Purdue. UCLA has Hame Hakaz um, and Tiger Campbell, two mm. great players. Uh, Purdue said they're both at least third years. And then Purdue played FSU at home and went to that game. They had Zach Eady, 7-1. Bro, actually, my me. uncle. Um, and then they also have a guard on their team, white guy. Nothing turns me up more than seeing a white point guard just going off in college basketball. Dude, so. they're calling Purdue big man you. Mm. How do you feel about that? Oh, because of uh, Caleb Williams? Not Caleb. Caleb, there. I know you're talking about. Yeah, they the, produce a lot of big men. And then I feel like there's another one. Drew Brees. There's definitely another. I saw the list. Like Isaiah or Isaac something. Uh, okay. He's like seven two or something like that. Yeah. Hey, it could be man. Um, if they pick up Harrison Hawthorne next year, <laughs> that would be another big man. Good big Travis. man. Um, so. Um, and uh, when the official bracket comes out next week, maybe we'll have Chris on again. But our picks could change based on like based how on, the bracket's yeah. seated. Because if UCLA and Purdue pass, are on the same side, they can't play in the championship. That's going to be so. tough. But um, so some interesting things to note is Orlando is going to be a host city. All right. To, all right. Um, the Their bracket. first and second rounds. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And they have two different, like, actually games, first, second round. And then Des Moines uh, actually is hosting games as well. So yeah, so that uh, all starts. The first four is played on the 14th and 15th. That'll be next. That'll be this time next week because we're recording today the seventh. Oh, shoot! And yeah. then the first round starts oh, March 16th. Work, March Madness all day at work. Yeah, no, seriously, I'm gonna have it up. Uh, but yeah, that's anything else you guys want to touch on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to touch on a few other things. Um, Alabama's not gonna win it because they suck. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. That's that's the few other things you've got. Um, no, I've got a few other things, but I'll probably share them next week. I'm really excited for this year, March Madness, Me too. just because there's no one dominant team. Yeah, we've had a lot of fluctuation this year. Duke UNC, UNC at one part yeah. of the year was ranked number one, and now they could maybe not even make the tournament. That shows you how much uh, shakeup has happened this year. Yeah. Um, and Gonzaga's not even like top ten. No, it's What's the, going the, on? the teams you're used to seeing are just and like not, Florida State usually they're top five. <laughs> like they're just not even. So, yeah, you know. Chris, Caleb, you guys got anything to add? Uh, Sarah Carr season, baby. 
Yeah. Derek Carr season? Yeah. Derek Carr to the Saints, oh, man. Yeah, we're talking about basketball. <laughs> He's just saying. He just wants uh, to put the plug that's in. Just my, like, that's just my podcast. Oh, yeah, also, that's your podcast. Uh, oh. Duval News. Uh, Duval is hosting a huge golf tournament this weekend. Oh, the Players' Championship is going on actually as we speak in Jacksonville, Florida. Ponte Vedra to be exact, but it is a huge event in Jacksonville, and it causes a lot of traffic at the beaches, which is frustrating. <laughs> we but know someone there. It, we, we do. We do. Have fun at the players. Could drink some real good lemonade. Oh yeah, yeah. Arnold Palmer was last week too. Yeah, it was in Orlando. This is like the Florida turns, what they mm. call it. It was Palm Beach Gardens, then it was Orlando. Now it's Ponte Vedra, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be some other Florida city next week. Not too sure. I'm more. I'm pretty familiar with TPC. I've been growing up going there um, pretty frequently. I know they have a pretty good concert. One year they had Sam Hunt, which is pretty good. Yeah, Riley Green this year. Really? Yeah, that's gonna be good. I thought about going, but tickets are. <laughs> Yeah, if you're well, when I was in high school, if you were under 17, you got in for free. So what? That's, no yeah. way. Yeah. So that was uh, kind of like a, their deal to get like families to come in, which it that's works. Stupid. Yeah. Well, I'm that's, just going to send my 17-year-old there then. Might as well. I'm not going to go. Sure. <laughs> Tickets were like 220 minimum, but sorry. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, that's episode 24 of To the House. We really appreciate everybody tuning in. We really appreciate... Friends like Chris Pham who just pop over and want to be in on the episode. It's really yeah. fun having him on. I know that if we have so many other guests coming soon, so be on the lookout for that. That's our episode. This is Caleb, Caleb and Naaman signing off. Woo!